I'm speaking with Stephen Rice from the Queensland Department of Agriculture and Fisheries about work that he's currently undertaking that's looking at mycopesticides for controlling darkling beetles in poultry sheds. So firstly, Stephen, if you would be able to explain what a mycopesticide is and why it's suitable for use on insects, particularly darkling beetles. Well, mycopesticides are basically a, a formulation of antimipathogenic fungi for insect control purposes. Antimipathogenic fungi are natural fungal pathogens of insects that are found worldwide. Um, they're in every environment. What we're doing when we make a mycopesticide is growing up that fungi, in particular the fungal spores that the fungi produce, and then putting them into a formulation which we can use to control insects. That formulation could be a liquid formulation, such as based on oils, or it could be a, a granular dry formulation where it's like a dust or, or a granule which we can scatter about. So how does it work on insects? How does it affect them? Well, mycopesticides, the antimipathogenic fungi within them, the spores that we use are attached to an insect surface and that spore germinates on the insect surface and penetrates the insect. It, there's a, 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 it grows into the insect and as it grows in there, it, it proliferates, invades the insect's body and kills the insect over a few days. So when it comes to applying this mycopesticide inside poultry sheds, what's the best way that it needs to be done? Is it at the underneath bedding? Is it over the top of the bedding? How's the best way for it to be applied? Um, it's a good question. The way that we have been testing it as an, is as an application to the bare floor of the poultry shed. Um, we've had good results applying a granular formulation of mycopesticide to the floor only under the feed lines and along the walls where, uh, where we've applied it for lesser mealworm because most of the population occurs in places like that. Um, there's also the potential to do a liquid formulation um, with an oil, which is actually one of our intentions for our coming up research. Um, again, that would be applied to the floor. And I think the great potential with mycopesticides is that um, you could and possibly should apply it to the litter because it has no effect on the birds or, the, or any of the workers going into the shed. So there's a little bit of scope for um, using it in ways that traditional chemical insecticides can't be used because there are no withholding periods. But as it stands, all our research has been geared towards applying it to the floor. But I think that um, there is potential there for further research looking to apply it to litter. Thanks, Stephen. Just to get on the, the application too, is it something that needs to be applied at the beginning of every batch or is it something that could potentially have a bit of a residual effect and maybe not have to be used every batch? Um, it's, I think when you apply it at the levels that we're applying, you, I think a, a batch application, every batch is, poss is the way to go. Um, it's, but there's potential there, I think, that if, if you were to put down a, a really large amount over a, a large area, then 
potentially the fungal spores that are in the formulation could incorporate into the ground. And in fact, Bavaria bassiana, which is the fungus that we're using in the, in the granular formulation, is a soil-dwelling organism. So there is some potential there to, to uh, inoculate a chicken shed, as it were, with the fungus to have it sort of in the ground permanently. Um, and it is very, it's a very interesting idea and um, it would be interesting to, to research that. We know that naturally uh, Bovaria and Metarizium, another fungus that is often used in mycopesticides, uh, both do occur naturally in chicken shed floors, but they're often at such low levels that they're not going to have a, any sort of um, discernible impact on the lesser mill and population. But if you were to add it at, at the sufficient level, uh, but potentially you could get away with, say, applying it at um, intervals rather than every batch. Thanks. And sort of what sort of results have you seen so far to date with your, with your trial? To date, we've done uh, two field trials and we've had success uh, using or, or marked reductions in lesser millworm populations using the granular formulation um, on the floor underneath feed lines and along walls. Um, we found that we've, I think our best effort is there, we've managed to reduce a population by 72% uh, over about four batches of treatment um, in comparison to sheds that haven't been treated. Um, and uh, in comparison to uh, parallel applications of insecticides and in other sheds, we've found that we've been able to outperform those as well. So what are the benefits of using a mycopesticide over an in traditional insecticide? I think the reason uh, that this research is beneficial is that is that the the fungi, the entomopathogens pathogens inside a mycos that are the active uh, component of a mycopesticide, are safe to humans and birds. Um, they don't the the strains we use, and generally uh, most strains only grow between twenty and 30 degrees so they're much lower than um, the body temperature of a human or, or a chicken so they don't tend to germinate they don't have any residual uh, toxicity so if you put an application down it's not going to leave anything in the environment that a chemical insecticide would uh, that could cause uh, environmental problems downstream so you've really got an agent there that only affects insects and doesn't affect anything else. Currently, there are no recorded incidents of resistance to entomopathogenic fungi in mycopesticides. There's no, the only difference between insect populations has not been as a result of mycopesticides. It's been natural tolerance to the fungi that are in them. So there's no recorded cases, uh, but we do know that there's uh, strong and widespread resistance that often occurs pretty rapidly to chemical insecticides. Uh, for instance, in our latest field trial, we found that um, the field population of lesser mealworm we were using was 30 times more resistant 
to beta cyflutherin, then the susceptible laboratory population of lesser milworm, which we keep at our laboratories. And in contrast, the fungi that we're using in our mycopesticide, there was no difference in susceptibility between the field and the laboratory population. So there's no conferred resistance from insecticide resistance uh, to fungi. Thank you so much for that, Stephen. I really appreciate your time um, in giving us a nice in-depth look at your current project that's looking at mycopesticide control for lesser mealworms in poultry sheds. Um, we'll be keen to, to continue to watch uh, the development of your, your um, research and what happens in the future. Thanks for your time. My, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Mm -hmm.